Happy New Year! Yo, Happy New Year! Alright, I'm Fight Club Hobbs, host of GVN Live. This is the first GVN Live of the new year. Uh, Welcoming back, it's, uh, there's Emily, we got Gamer Keith, and we got Mark B. How is everybody doing? We'll start counterclockwise, or start clockwise. We'll start with you, Emily, because we haven't seen you in a while. I know, it's been a really long time, because I was swamped that, and I was seeing wwe live on the last show sorry um Hashtag but not sorry, sorry, not sorry because it was pretty cool yeah exactly um i had really good seats um i am good i'm a little tired um obviously december was a very busy month for me just in general with nec being mid-month and then it being the holidays it was just a lot of work um yes everything is well thanks nick at least thanks, on my nick. end at least on my end. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I My end of the year was a lot of work more than it was playing games, unfortunately. But I'm really excited to talk about this later on. I got that PlayStation VR as a Christmas gift. Ooh. So I'm definitely excited to talk a little bit of how my experience with that has been so far and what it is like. Um, it is definitely... <clears throat> A whole new gaming experience that's that I'm definitely need to explain more. Um, but I don't want to give too much away now. Let's just say I played this one demo that I didn't exactly realize was like a horror demo for Resident Evil Seven um, <laughs> until the end, <laughs> and it scared the <clears throat> literal shit out of me because I was like alone in my apartment and it was at night. So. <laughs> Um, and it was with VR, so it wasn't like it was like regular TV. <laughs> so you know, they they really fly at you and they look real. Was there it's a on- puddle? Is the, is that what you're saying, Emily? Was there a puddle that was found later that evening? No, the, there was there was not. But my heart was pounding for a while. And like after my <laughs> boyfriend walked in, like right afterwards, and he's like, "Why are you like? I have until dawn and." I put it in and I went to play it and let's just say I screamed <laughs> before the game even started because like when you turn with the VR it you literally are turning in that world and that's what you see so you don't see black and you don't see nothing you see the world you're in so let's say there's like a room over here and you turn and you're like slowly going by it it was dark and in the intro of Until Dawn, something flies out at you in the air. And everything is obviously heightened in 3D, and it feels like you're actually there. So something is literally flying at your eyes, like this big ghostly <laughs> whatever thing. And, uh, and I'm afraid of clowns, so I was trying to find, like, the best <laughs> level, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, like I said, so. Story time for later. Um, yeah, story time for later, so. But um, I've also been still working on playing Pokemon Noon. I'm really behind. Um, but I feel you. I, I put that it, thing down. I haven't re- touched it in a while. But the reason I'm behind is because, well, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. And that's I've played every single Pokemon game, and this one has me really 
unsure. I'm trying to push myself through it, but we'll see. I I started playing Pokemon Go again two days ago, so <laughs> there you go. There's there's <laughs> that, and um, I got Garu Mark of the Wolves. I probably didn't pronounce that right. Garu Garu Garu, Garu, Garu. Mark of the Wolves, uh, which I'm currently obsessed with. Um, I'm I'm not a big I'm not very impressed with the uh, the port on the PlayStation Four. It's got some uh, input lag to it, and the internet sucks. <laughs> well, I haven't gone online yet. I've been playing locally a lot, so maybe that's why I don't know how the online is yet. And I've been playing Marvel, and that's it, really. Honestly, a lot of the big games I want are all coming out this year. I. Uh, <laughs> I went to GameStop to pre-order some games, and I literally pre-ordered five games, and then the guy at GameStop reminded me that there's, like, six other ones I want. <laughs> yes, Marvel! I'm trying to take it seriously. My goal this year is to compete in Marvel for at least one local tournament, if I can. Yeah, so. nice. All right, so... We'll, we'll see if I post. But that, that, that's pretty much <clears throat> it. A lot of the... Most of my stuff is about VR, and a lot of the games I want are coming out this year, so... Okay, so uh, we'll move down to uh, Mark. So, um, I don't know how to ask this. So, uh, <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, I'm just fucking sunshine and kittens. How are you? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like, our time off was well spent, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was I was kept very busy consistently. Spent time with my family. It was great. It was great. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Fuck 2016. Hashtag fuck 2017. And, uh, at this point, I'm just, I'm just hoping I'm not, I don't get arrested by the president for thought crimes or some shit. No. Uh, uh, I, I bought, uh, the, the, the new Fate game that came out. Um, Fate Extella, I believe. Beyond that, that's like the first game I've played in like a month, pretty much. So it's fine if you like Dynasty Warriors games. It's fine. Mm -hmm. If you don't like Dynasty Warriors games, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I do. <laughs> if anything, I, I loved the high. Like, if anything, I liked Hyrule Warriors. That was I enjoyed awesome that too. Game. And um, I really want to see how the new Fire Emblem game is going to be like. I will say. So. Okay, so moving along, Keith, how was uh, the end of your 2016? Uh, I mean, if anything, it's one of those uh, you just question a lot of uh, a lot of different things. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting. Things are um, just okay. That's really what everything is. It's just okay. It's not fantastic, but it's not bad, but it's not great either it's just okay is what it is yeah. uh really trying to uh i know it's all like wow i'm uh, the mediocre uh, like uh guy right over here um no it's okay because yeah. i was i was scrambling to say something about my end of 2016 which really it was just work it wasn't until 2017 i could have like fun again so. and um it was it, it was a little bit of a fate uh like a haze so to say and then um 
yeah, I just decided to make different life choices at this juncture. Go on, move forward. I'm still trying to figure out uh, this whole gamer key thing, to be honest with you. Where am I going to go from here? Am I going to do my own? How am I going to relaunch myself? I love doing the GVN Live, so I love being on the show. So the fact this is the first new show for the year, it's awesome. It's working towards different goals. And I just uh, I like being on here. As far as games being played, okay. So if anything... With the end of 2016, there were a lot of games that came out, and I honestly didn't get around to really playing a lot of them. Uh, one of the games that took up a good amount of my time was uh, God Eater 2 Rage Burst. Uh, awesome, awesome little game, and thank you, Mark, for uh, recommending it and showing me all that cool stuff on it. Oh, I was yeah. Really, really solid game. Like, If anything, it's like Monster Hunter and like a t- and all sorts of different games like combined in, but it's a perfect Japanese RPG as opposed to... I have not played Final Fantasy 15. I've heard so many different things on it. A lot of people say it's a great game. Some people say, eh. And that's where kind of I'm at with that one. And uh, one thing that I've been doing a lot of is I've uh, been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. So what's great with Game of Thrones, since I've already watched all of it, is I can play Pokemon while I'm listening to Game of Thrones and <laughs> just do that thing. I know. It's, uh, that that it's seems like total... two kind of weird things to do at once. <laughs> Hey, it's all like, hey, betrayal, guardians, and, you know, dragons, and then all of a sudden it's all like, gotta catch them all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, know uh, I never... you know what's funny, sorry, Um, you know what's funny is that oftentimes if I'm put, trying to catch up on a show that I don't, like, care that much about, but I feel like I need to catch up on it, I will put my 3DS out and start playing, like, bullshit games on it, like, Super <laughs> Mario 6 Gold Coins, which I have on there, like, Wario 2, and, like, Zelda and like random stuff just to, like for whatever reason and I still know what's going on for some reason because I just turn a volume down on the game and I just listen and then mm-hmm. and it, <clears throat> I've just been uh, enjoying that and 2017 a lot of good games on the horizon uh, most of which we will just talk about later in the bulk of the show but uh, lots of good things on the horizon I think on as far as gaming is concerned but uh, I don't know things like I said are just okay trying to figure this all this life thing out because uh, as uh, Dr. Malcolm says you know uh, life it uh, has a way so <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got <laughs> okay well for me I would have to say um, my year was my end of year ended alright I mean I'm not happy with the way some things ended and you know that's that's life in general but I would have to say in terms of game wise I uh I finally found myself getting really into Final Fantasy 15. Like you were just talking about how you've been hearing a lot of things. I went into Final Fantasy 15 not really expecting to be wowed by anything and it the game ended up being a lot of fun so far. I haven't beat it yet, but I'm I'm getting there, but I've I think I've spent maybe 30 hours in that game just doing nothing but side quests. And uh, it, it's really distracting. I'm, I mean, even with all the flaws that that game has, I really find a lot of things to enjoy. Um, a game that popped up at the very end of the year for me that I picked up, I, I saw you play it on your stream, Mark, uh, about a month or two ago. Whenever the last time you had a stream, uh, Dragon Quest Builders, that game is a lot of goddamn fun. Uh, it's something I just, you know, I'm not a big fan of Minecraft, but I am a big fan of drag of, uh, the, the Dragon Quest franchise. And somehow you put those two together and you got one hell of a really fun game. So, um, as far as Pokemon, I put that game down <laughs> without a thought because it's weird. 
it, it is. It's extremely it, narrative. It's, it's weird. It's very it's oversimplified, is what it is. It's yes. like it takes a lot of the sh- it takes a lot of stuff out of the game. Like it's very, very like it takes a lot of the adventure out of it. That mystery of what like having to figure it out yourself, and it like tells you what to do. And I think the telling me what to do mm-hmm. like is 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 bugging me. It's like a whole tutorial while I'm playing it. I'm like I don't really need this. I played yeah. every gen. Like, it's like the first three hours I, of the game the is a tutorial. One, like, <laughs> Well, the and, whole thing is in, in its defense too is that it's its own separate game that they're doing a lot of things differently versus the classic Pokemon franchise. As far as like, there's no actual gyms now. You have the trials and whatnot. So which, you know what? I, I would, understand. I would but... almost, I would almost be okay with the trials and the crystals and everything if they weren't telling me every two seconds what I need to do next. I mean, part of the excitement of playing the games was the mystery and having to figure it out like yourself and then talking with your friends. Hey, did you get to this part yet? I can't find the gold. gold you remember the golden key or egg or whatever it was. It's from the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, part of the mystery was trying to figure that out and know where to go next and what was, you know, were you going to go to this town or this route? Like, you don't even have that anymore. You don't, like, it's everything is told to you. So, I mean, maybe things will change as I get further into it, but I feel like it lost kind of that excitement for me. And I'm playing it just for the sake of the fact that I want to finish it because, well, it's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon and I've played every single gen up to this point. I might as well force myself to finish this one, you know? But um, I did forget something I wanted to say. There's also this really cool new arcade slash bowling alley slash bar slash karaoke slash <laughs> okay uh, emily the real question is why are just, we on this show open, right now we're not here at this place <laughs> that just opened up i think we should hold the show town, there and i've been there a lot too spending way too much money yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! It's not barcade. It's called Round One, and it's literally a Japanese arcade. And it came over here, so we have like all like our all the arcade cabinets are Japanese, which means yes, I've been playing Tekken Seven because it's down the road for me. I mean, technically, it's vanilla Tekken Seven, but I don't really care. It's Tekken Seven, so I've been playing Tekken Seven a lot, and they have like all the Nesica cabs and. Yeah, I could play Street Fighter Four on a Japanese arcade. <laughs> so, so there's that too. Now, round one isn't that located at the Exton Mall? I was trying to look yes. this up. All yes, right. I was trying not to tell everybody where I live, but thank you. Well, I don't know where you live, so if you live near Exton, um, good luck finding you. I guess. Well, no, not really. I'm sorry. Don't encourage everybody uh. watching this, please. But yes, no, um, it is at the Exton Square Mall. It just opened up in December, and it's really cool. Okay. If you're ever in Pennsylvania, southeastern Pennsylvania, come check it out. Okay, so moving on to topics of conversation, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, small things real quick that have happened uh, while we were on break. The The first thing, of course, was, well, there was the PlayStation event that happened. Uh, I just wanted to give this a, a brief mention real quick where they unveiled a couple <laughs> things. Marvel F- Infinite. So there we go. There's that bit of piece of information. So moving on. <laughs> um, Nintendo held their own event, and they finally unveiled uh, some specs on the Switch, price point, battery life, and release Thank date. You, so uh, starting off... Price point three hundred dollars, uh, kind of an expected price for Nintendo at this point. 
for a system that is, if you look at the specs, is also you know nowhere near the ballpark of what it was originally uh, estimated to be as in regards to the the strength of the system. People were putting it in the ballpark as like a, a weaker version of the Xbox One, and it doesn't seem to be yeah, that. So much to say about this. <laughs> and uh, moving on, they talked about the battery life, which when you have it in tablet mode, the system battery life is anywhere between three to six hours. And the thing that confuses me is its battery life is affected by the type of game you play. I I, I, I don't know how that works out, but... Uh, and, uh, of course, the release date is going to be in uh, a few months from now, so definitely... Uh, I already have mine pre-ordered, and I'm definitely getting so Zelda. <laughs> so And uh, the pre-orders, when they went up, they uh, they disappeared just like that. So, uh, some some thoughts on the, uh, the event, which... Uh, to be truthfully honest, I had a ch- I didn't get the, a chance to watch it, but some people did, and they said it was a laughable experience. So, uh, we'll, we'll, I know Emily, you, you have your hand up, but we'll save you for uh, next. But I know we'll, I have so much. I know I'm really talking right, to But uh, to Mark, go ahead. Uh, can you uh, give me your thoughts? I'm sorry, I spaced out on what now? <laughs> the, the Nintendo <laughs> Switch and its and the uh, Nintendo uh, presentation. Oh. Um. <coughs> so. For those who don't follow my podcast, which is presently on hiatus due to personal issues, uh, Neo Kobe Pizza, the only video gaming podcast that floats in soup, uh, I recorded an episode with Aaron Soroyce talking about expectations for the Switch, likely price points, things of that nature, and um, nothing that they have announced at this point has in any way surprised or shocked me. So I'm I'm going to kind of go on the record at this point right now that system is not doing a million uh 10 million installed users by the end of the year uh which is the sweet spot a lot of consoles expect to be in um if nintendo kills the 3ds for that system they are going to go into software only development uh within the next 10 years or they're going to go out of business um and i mean it looks fine but it's it's not a thing that you would want to stake your company on. No, I don't think uh, Nintendo would be stupid to do something as to phase out something as extremely popular. A lot of people think they are. A lot of people legitimately think that they are planning to decommission the 3DS in favor of the Nintendo Switch. I'm just going to keep that, my that's... mouth shut until it's my turn to talk because I have so many opinions on this. So I'm going <laughs> to silently yeah. sit here until... It's time for me to. And if, and if you think they're going to do that, more power to you. I I, I, I don't. I mean, just, I in just... General, just in general, not like to you or anything else. Just in general. Oh, okay. If you as a person think that Nintendo is aiming to do that, there is enough evidence to support that that I wouldn't disagree with you particularly strenuously. I'm not arguing whether they will or they won't. I am arguing that if they do that, they will either be bankrupt or a software development only company in a decade. They will become Sega. Yes. Yeah. And because Nintendo is a lot more stubborn than Sega, I think they'd sooner go out of business than become software only. Well, with the uh, minor leaps they're taking into the mobile uh, uh, market, um, maybe they'll look towards that. I mean, at least Sega, even during, let's say, the Saturn and the PS2 era, was at least allowing some of their games to be licensed onto other systems. But uh, Nintendo, yeah, they're they're a little bit slower about it, so... It's interesting. Um, Keith, what are your thoughts? 
Well, let's. Uh, everybody is not not shocked that I am a complete Nintendo fanboy. So um, when I actually give this opinion on this one, it is actually not based off of that. Is uh, the the conference itself was terribly, <laughs> terribly mediocre at best. Mediocre at best. Um, like Mark says, I would not probably really stake too too much on the actual system as on Nintendo at this juncture. I mean, it looks interesting. Very, very much so, and the only reason that I did pre-order mine and also get it is because simply The Legend of Zelda. That is it, pretty much. And as far as everything that's going into it, the price point, decent price point, $300 for it. The specs on it, eh, again, I'm not really banking too, too much as far as that's concerned. I'm looking more (laughs) forward to the actual game selection that they should have for it but right now everything seems extremely lackluster for that even at this point minusing the legend of zelda which if it knocks out of the park which i actually did play the demo for it back in june it was really really cool it was really really fun it looks like the zelda game that i've always wanted in my opinion but the the jury's still out on that one the games that they have coming out at launch are extremely laughable especially that uh one two switch or whatever the hell it is i mean that game looks interesting but i think that they probably could have just done a WarioWare <clears throat> title and boom there you go millions of dollars right there uh um, me started on the cow milking one oh i didn't i didn't see that you didn't um, see wait that your turn one. wait your turn <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, no, because you were saying we will we will laughable. let you unleash your no, entire fury in a second. Sa- I was just saying one I know. thing. That is it. Uh, and <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey looks interesting. Uh, kind of looks like the old school uh, with uh, the Mario. Um, where's Mario? Or where's Mario? I think it was way back in the day that was on like the uh, the multi platform, like where he actually went to like New York City and stuff like that. But it was all Mario was missing. Mario's missing. That's it. Thank you, Mark. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, but other than that, I mean, there's not a whole lot of things that are really driving me towards the system other than Legend of Zelda, Super Mario, and Siberia 3, which even though that'll be a PC title as well, but still, I would like to play it on the Switch. And Xenoblade Chronicles 2 looks really cool as well, hopefully. But the one game I am looking forward to it, especially since on the uh, the Switch they have the two controllers, is uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2. That yeah. looks awesome. That looks awesome. Thank that, that, you that's for bringing so, it up because I was holding my tongue because I didn't that, want uh, Rob yell at uh, me again, but I was really wanted to be like, <clears throat> no, that 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 definitely um, <laughs> that caught my attention wholeheartedly, especially the fact that you could have the uh, the classic mode and then you can have the actual game or the um, the newer updated HD version of it. it. Looks really really cool. So I'm looking forward to it, but it's. Again, the only thing extreme. the only thing I thought about that was I was kind of surprised that they remembered Violent Ken from SNK, uh, from yeah. the SNK He's... versus Capcom game on Xbox. And it's weird because that's an SNK creation right there. Violent Ken does not exist in any other game except that one. Well, the the thing to remember is if you look at a lot of the fighting games right now, there's a lot of crosses going on, especially with Street Fighter characters. You're seeing Street Fighter characters in Super Smash Bros. 4. You're seeing Street Fighter characters in Tekken 7. Um, They also still belong to Capcom regardless because it's still Ken. True. Capcom's a yeah. bunch of fours, so there you go. Not, nine times out of ten, at some point, you might actually see a... I come. Oh, oh. Hi. Attack a chicken uh, character in Street Fighter. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by the chat. That is um, just the weirdest thing I've seen so far in the chat. But okay, yeah. moving on. 
Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm very very iffy on it. But the, again, the only thing that they have me on is the Legend of Zelda: The Breath of the Wild. But I'm pissed off because I found out literally the next day when I'm like trying to pre-order the Switch is that there was coming out with a um, Master Edition of the Legend of Zelda. I could not reserve it, so I only have the regular collector's edition, and it's like, I will find this. I freaking need it so bad, it's ridiculous. I'm like a grown man that freaking needs a Zelda game. It's it's horrible. <laughs> Which is really funny, because I was having a conversation with Joel today, and he mentioned that they have, like, that stupid, uh, like, the, the, the super high-grade um, Legend of Zelda version. Uh, and he's like, who in the hell needs that kind of stuff? And Me! I just, just thinking back to that conversation, and I'm like, oh... You're the guy. <laughs> yes, I am totally that guy. Unfortunately, it's to be like, fair. Like, <laughs> to, to be fair, he missed the pre-order for the Switch, and I didn't give a shit about it. <clears throat> so he called me up and he's like, "I need you to sell my Dreamcast game so I can buy a pre-order uh, on eBay for four hundred and fifty dollars." And I told him, "Go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that." Four hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Yeah. I was like, listen, you're going to be mad about those Dreamcast games when you buy that Switch and you use it to play Zelda for an entire year because nothing else fucking comes out for that system. I'm saving you the trouble of hating yourself now. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, and uh, Nick actually brought up one good thing, and I'm, I, I just want to break back. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Mark. Uh, was uh, I liked how the Suda51 guy was out there, but uh, that translation was horrible. But I really would like to see a new No More Heroes game because I fucking love that series. That was such a fun game. I loved it so much. So I, good. I knew you, Keith. <laughs> you fucking go and say these hurtful things to me. <laughs> Usually I'm the one that says the hurtful things. Keith, what are you doing to Mark right now? Sorry. <laughs> okay, anyway. um, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, Emily. Yay. The floor is okay. yours. <laughs> I don't know why you gave me the floor last when I'm the only one here that's played the VR have, aren't I? Well, we can transition to the VR after you say what you wanted to say about the 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 uh, switch. Yeah. Thought, okay. Yeah. Well, no, because now you have to listen to me talk longer. But that's okay. Perfectly fine. <laughs> All right. So I am totally gonna say probably the opposite of everybody right now, and I actually think that Nintendo Switch is incredibly creative, and I don't really. It seems a lot to me like this is what they wanted to do when they made the Wii U and they just didn't do it. Um, but before I go into that, there's a lot of negativity going around the Nintendo Switch right now. You have, you know, everybody, yeah, the people that are hyped for it, but then you have a lot of the negative people. And they keep saying it's the Wii U all over again. The reality is it's not. And my biggest issue with this whole thing is the false information going around because nobody wants to pay attention. And I was, like, legit getting angry about this, almost to the point where I almost wrote, like, a whole entire, like, huge status of actual facts about the Nintendo Switch that were correct. First of all, there is third-party support. I don't know how many times I saw everywhere there's no third-party support and Nintendo's going to crash and burn. No, because had you watched a very painful presentation, and yes, I will admit, Nintendo was not very good with their presentations. And that one, it, it was, didn't really, yeah, it just wasn't that good. And the translation, yes, Keith, some of the translation was god-awful, that really I just skipped forward to see gameplay 
and see what was going on because I just could not take listening to it anymore. I really wanted to know where Reggie was because at least Reggie makes things hype when he's, you know, mm-hmm. yep. out there on the floor, you know. But the problem is in that presentation, I tried to pay attention to as much as I could. And I did a lot of research and they have support from over 50 different third party developers, including some of the best uh you know, companies out there and that are producing games for the Nintendo Switch and they believe in it. So to hear people going around saying it has no third-party support, it really, it started to irritate me because it really seemed like people just were spewing false information for the sake of trying to put negativity around it. So for those that didn't know, there are over 50 third-party companies that are supporting the Nintendo Switch and developing games for it. Yes, I am not particularly thrilled with the fact that when the game comes out, there are not a lot of starter games. But if you take a look at PS4, there were not a lot of starter games when PS4 was launched either. Because I remember, most of the games I want to play are coming out this year. And while a few came out last year, you know what, you know what I'm <coughs> trying to say? I'm not yep. sure if I'm getting my point well, across at all, but no, I understand what you're saying. A lot of people are trying to throw Nintendo into the console wars between Xbox and PlayStation, and Nintendo has never been a part of that. And that's one thing I respect. Nintendo has always been about creating the ultimate gaming experience, in which PlayStation and Xbox have been more about creating this big media uh, console which can play games as well. You could do Netflix, you can listen to music, you now have virtual reality, you have you just a wide variety of different options that Xbox like, oh, I can do it too, and they're in direct competition with each other. Then you have Nintendo, who's being incredibly innovative, coming up with creative different ways that you can play video games. One interesting thing that I'm really curious in seeing how this ends up being is they are switching back to cartridge games. So no longer it's a console. Tiny little cartridges. With cartridges, <laughs> um, which it's been a while since, a, obviously, since there's been a console where it wasn't CDs and it was a tiny little cartridge. Um, so I am kind of curious how that's going to actually work out. Um, another thing that I want to correct is that there's a lot of people claiming that you cannot play the Nintendo Switch without the Pro's Pro Controller. That is not true. You can play the Nintendo Switch without the controller. And then there was, well, the the Pro Controller, it's $70. That is true, but it has more functions than a PS4 controller, which is $60. Does. 65 <laughs> See, it, it, yeah. it apparently went up. It's th- they're all they're still ludicrously priced for controllers, though. Well, the thing is, though, the Nintendo Pro Controller it has built-in rumble packs. It has uh, built-in amiibo abilities. It has all these different functions that nobody's looking up and seeing. They just see Pro Controller and think, "Oh, well, I can't play this console without the controller." Because nobody does any research, which is actually what's been really irritating me the most, which is why I keep going on about it, because there's actually a lot of really cool things about it. I am obviously unsure when it comes to the specs. Yeah, it might be less quality. That's that's true. I don't know. But one of the things that there was a problem with with the Wii U was production. So a lot of people actually did pre-order the Wii U. But the problem was 
there wasn't enough. Nintendo did not make enough. They did not sell it enough. And hundreds of thousands of people were left without a Wii U when it came out. And it took over a month before they all really got their systems. And by then, people were reporting, oh, it's pretty much just, you know, glorify Wii. There's no point in getting it. You know, multitude of different things. Which I've played the Wii U because my boyfriend has it. And honestly, the graphics are amazing. Um, but it does a lot of the things that the Wii, Wii does. I mean, it, it's a cool console. I'm not going to diss it, but I really didn't feel the need to to buy it. Um, I'm actually more of a handheld thing, and that's another thing I want to talk about. Nintendo is obviously known for their handheld controllers, not necessarily their consoles. Not their handheld controllers, I'm sorry. <laughs> systems. <laughs> handheld consoles, yeah, not systems, yes. Yeah, sorry, I did not mean controllers. Um still thinking about that pro controller um (laughs) you know no because it's true i mean the game boy game boy advance ds game boy sp nintendo 3ds nintendo 3ds xl i mean i i grew up my first console was the game boy color so i think it makes sense for Nintendo to try to look into how to connect the two together. How can we take a console and how can we take a handheld controller and put it together? And that's, I, I'm, you know, I, I mean, some people might disagree with me, but I actually respect Nintendo for caring more about creating fun and creative ways for gamers to play video games than worrying about competing with other companies. Now, could that be their demise, like Mark said? I, I don't know. Um, I really don't. But what I can tell you is there are more people that pre-ordered the Nintendo Switch than that pre-ordered the Wii U. And Reggie, I read several interviews with Reggie, and he's swearing that they will have 10 million Nintendo Switches made for launch. So, I mean, we'll obviously have to wait and see, but I really think it's important to remind people to do their own research and don't listen to every meme or screenshot of a Twitter post that you see online. For example, there's people going around saying, oh, Ultra Street Fighter Fighter 2 is going to cost $40. Now, I find it really hard to believe it's going to be $40. And that is all based on a random... KOF players tweet from another country in another language um, that has barely any followers. And people decided that was credible. Um, Just another example of why. So this has really turned into a rant of how (laughs) I am about the false information going around. But I just thought it was important to say the correct information and say... Do your own research. Don't listen to everybody saying the negative things. Form your own opinion based on that and wait and see when it comes out. But I personally, I'm excited for Zelda. I'm excited for the probably 50, 60 games that are being made right now. Yes, some of them that are coming out were laughable. I mentioned the cows. So on the two days that Nintendo was doing all their presentations about the Nintendo Switch I saw this tweet on IGN, and I guess it was a live stream uh, that Nintendo was doing. And you can milk cows with the little, like, joy thing controllers. Oh, and, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can compete with each other, and there was different stuff, and there was one where you were milking cow, and I remember just being on Twitter, and I'm like, hey, guys, I'm so excited for the Switch, and then I was like, except for this game, and, <laughs> like, I just, that's just almost laughable. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to buy a game to beat somebody at, who can milk a cow faster. Um, so, obviously, there are some games I'm not into. But, yes, the new Zelda uh, Street Fighter 2, definitely Ultra Street Fighter 2. I'm excited for I'm excited for a lot of things. I'm also excited for Pokemon Snap. Nobody said that, but they're remaking Pokemon Snap. Are they? I didn't say anything about that. Yes. Interesting. And I'm and I'm thinking it's gonna be for the Nintendo Switch. So I'm excited about that too. Um, but anyway, anyway, we don't need to listen to me rant about the VR, not the VR, Nintendo <laughs> Switch. But that's that's I, what we were gonna do. <laughs> I'm actually switching. Okay, so now we're gonna switching to the VR. That was my <laughs> that was my segue. Yeah. I honestly, th- and here I thought we were going to actually uh, spend less time on the uh, Switch than the VR. I was wrong. <laughs> I, Everybody I, had a good piece to talk about. I, w- I was totally underestimating that topic of discussion. <laughs> I, 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 I've, that whole week I was just really irritated and just because I would see somebody say something and I would go and look it up and I would find a credible source like, you know, Nintendo's website and I will be like, screenshot, like, here you go. That's not true. And, you know, people get mad at me. I'm like, I got it from Nintendo's website. Why are you, like, Alrighty. obviously there's no one more credible than Nintendo saying it. But, you know. Anyway, so now um, you're not the only one, I assume, who had experiences with the uh, the VR, right, Em? Uh, didn't you have experiences with it too, Mark? I watched uh, Joe Tran play it on his live stream. I haven't had a chance to oh, play okay. it for obvious reasons. All right. Well, then it's all you, Emily. So uh, tell us, how was your uh, PlayStation VR experience? <sighs> all right. So it was amazing. I mean, literally. So I was expecting that I was going to have to download all these games. I mean, one of the cool things about it is when I put the game in, like Until Dawn, it started up right away. There was no need to download it, which I thought was cool. I don't know if that's how future games like Resident Evil are going to be, but I know Until Dawn just started up right away. So I started with the demo disc because I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. Um, Setting it up uh, was a little complicated, not the PlayStation camera. That was pretty simple, but there's a lot of wires for the (laughs) VR, a lot. So it, it, and they have a little, uh, manual to show you where to plug everything in and they give you like extra hdmi cables and stuff like that um but the directions (laughs) were wrong um so there were two wires that were supposed to be and there's this little box that comes with it and pretty much you have to stick all the hdmi wires like the one from your tv and everything into this box and an hdmi wire from like the box into your ps4 and there's all these other wires and so you're TV is actually not connected directly to your PS4 to use the VR. It's connected to the box. But the the interesting thing is it still shows up on your TV. So as long as all the cables are correct in the box, you will see everything that's like all your PlayStation stuff pop up on the TV and on the VR. So there's like a little button thing they give you your own set of headphones that you plug into the side as well for like the ultimate vr experience and they work pretty well 
I, you know, I really couldn't hear anything around me but what was in the game. Um, and you just push this button. Now, the headset in general, when you put it on, you have to push this button first and pull it out and then put it over you and then twist this little thing in the back to adjust it properly um, so it fits really snug and it won't fall off. Um, you have to do the same thing to take it off. Push that button to pull it out. Otherwise, you're not going to get it off and you'll be stuck with this big thing <laughs> on your, on your I was head. I about to say it's melded <laughs> to your head. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Um, the scary thing about that is if you experience what I did. Okay. You're definitely Thank you, live. See. Thank you, Mark. Kitchen. Okay. I thought it was <laughs> about a kitchen. It was not about a kitchen. Moving on. Okay. So, one of the cool things about them giving you the headphones that connects directly to the uh, headset thing, VR. Um, Immersion. Is that, exactly. Um, is that the game is right in your, your ear. Like, that's what you hear. You don't hear anything around you but the game. Which, if you're playing a horror game, which I did not necessarily realize Kitchen was until I started playing it, can be really actually quite frightening. So I was in my apartment alone. It was at night. My boyfriend went out to get some food. And I'm like, I'm going to play this demo. <laughs> and it starts off this demo where you're sitting in a chair and, and you're stuck in the chair. You're tied together and your hands are stuck together and literally the only thing you can do is lift your hands up up and down that, that's like all you can do you can't do anything you're stuck in this chair there's a camera right in front of you and there is a body laying in the corner and you are in essentially a kitchen that looks very very real like you're literally sitting inside of a kitchen um, so as I'm turning around, it's just darkness behind me, but it's like the dark of like the kitchen and like this back little cupboard area, but no matter where I turn, I'm stuck. And it's just silent with some random noises. Like you're alone in an empty kitchen with the body laying there. Um, and I was just like, okay, this was not exactly <laughs> what I was expecting. And the person starts to get up. And they're talking to you and they come right up to your face. I mean, like, really close to you. And the way the graphics look, they look real. Um, so it, it looks literally like a person's like, come on, we got to get out of here. And they pick up this knife and they're trying to help you, like, cut the wires off. And then she comes. Not really sure what her character's going to be because I haven't really been paying a lot of attention to uh, the Resident Evil 7 uh storyline because I don't want to know a lot going into it but all I can say is that she was freaky she doesn't really do much but scream and breathe really creepy <laughs> and she she just came out of the blue and she's uh and he got her off for a second and tried again to help you out but then the next thing you know she she stabs him in which the blood splatters on you and it looks real. And it is like somebody is literally being just stabbed in front of you. And he tries to fight her. And she just goes in and she drags him away. 
And after this happens and you're just sitting there like, oh, shit, this was definitely not just the random <laughs> kitchen game. Like, there's definitely a lot more happening. I did park in this chair. <laughs> yeah. So it's silent again. And you're hearing some weird, you know, scratching noises. And at this point, I actually forgot I was in my apartment. And I don't – I was definitely really into the game. Um and I'm sitting there, and it's that moment where you know something's going to happen, but you just don't know what yet. And you're kind of hoping nothing happens. It's like when you're watching a scary movie, and it's like that weird, silent, like, scratching. And, and I'm you trying to... You know something's to, coming. Yeah, and I'm trying to find it. So I'm, like, looking around in this VR, like, where is it? Like, I'm, where's this bitch? Like, I'm waiting for it to come out, and I'm just hoping at some point, like, I can actually take control of the person I am to, like, come after. Because it's all in first person. So, like, you literally are the person in the chair, which is kind of cool. But, like, when she stabs your leg, it was really freaky because for a moment I gra- actually grabbed my leg. And then I realized, like, it wasn't my actual leg. It was the leg in the game. Um, and so at some point I turned completely around and I'm looking in the back of the kitchen. And there's just, like, this little hallway area and it's dark. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm thinking, oh, my God, something's definitely coming out of there. And I turn around and her arms are in front of me like this, trying to get my face. And I'm pretty sure all of my (laughs) apartment complex heard me yell out because it scared (laughs) the living shit out of me. (coughs) And I was just little girl. Oh, my God. It, It literally it's the second I turned around there. They were right there. And I was like, and then she pulled them away and I'm like, oh, thank God, this is probably the end. No, because then it's silent for like the next 30 seconds or 20, 30 seconds or so. And then her her head drops down right in front of you. She starts laughing like a maniac, pulls out her knife like this. And right as she's about to stab you, it goes it goes black and it goes evil. And it, it, it goes, thank you for playing. We'll see you and everybody, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like Capcom. And I'm like, fuck you, Capcom. So <laughs> um, that was definitely an experience. And the funny thing is, it's, it, it really did scare me. And then, like, my boyfriend walked in the door. He's like, are you okay? And, like, I took the VR off at this point. And I'm like, no, not really. Um, because <laughs> I've played a lot of horror video games before. But... They've never quite scared me like that. Like, I had the evil within, and I, I played Silent Hill and everything. And it wasn't... Sure, you get sucked into the game, but when you're playing it right in front of you, you're thinking, it's just it. So basically, you're saying a little it, came out. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. I, I, I managed to not uh, piss myself, but I mean... <laughs> You know, I was thinking that you pooped yourself, but you know, I didn't do that either. Um, but I, I, I definitely, I definitely was scared. Um, I made my boyfriend play it as soon as he got home. I put it on and he was like, he was like, oh, fuck, no. At the part where they stab your leg. I mean, it really, it really was just, I mean, I'm sorry. You playing Resident Evil 7 of you. I am playing it in VR. Um, so I'm going to take that. Resident Evil 7 VR challenge and despite how scary it is I really think that I want to experience what it's like to actually play a horror game since I'm a big horror fan um, 
in virtual reality. Um, I, I just wasn't prepared for it. And I think that's part of the issue too. I was not prepared <laughs> um, for it at all. Because like I said, I literally just thought it was some dumb kitchen demo. Cause you know, there are some games like that out there and they're just really retarded. And I just was assuming it was like that. Um, so I will be playing it on VR because I feel like I need to challenge myself to not be such a little baby. <laughs> Um, but I might just have to warn some of my neighbors in advance. Nobody's dying, <laughs> you know, in here. I'm just playing a game. Um, but it was, it was incredible. Now, I know, Keith, you said to me, the PlayStation VR seems like it could be gimmicky. I don't think so. Um, and you know what? That's one thing that I was a little concerned about when I first got it. Like, oh, my God, I really hope this is worth it. Like, I was really excited for it. Um, and in my experience, it is. I mean, the thing is, you can play any game you want also in VR. It might not be virtual, virtual reality, but you can watch Netflix in the VR. And it's like this big, like, screen well, I've, where like uh, it is, and like I've seen the actual um like uh thing I've used the uh, the Samsung Gear VR and I've seen experienced it like you're in the log cabin and like you see the big screen and you can like look all over. It's pretty cool, yeah. It's it's definitely an experience and it's something that I actually like hope like everybody, including you guys, get to experience for yourself. It's very hard to explain. Um, I tried out the um the the, the Google Glass VR because they made like all the little cardboard things they could do. So I used that with my mobile phone, and um, boobs look nice in VR. <laughs> <laughs> I could almost grab them. You know, it's okay. it's funny. I I had a lot of I had some doubts when it came to virtual reality just because of like you know Virtual Boy, and then I got this um I forget what it was called, but um. It was a virtual reality thing that, you know, connected to your phone. Um, and I tried that, and it was just kind of lame. It wasn't really. I mean, it was all right, but it wasn't kind of what I was expecting. Um, but I heard a lot of really good things about uh, the PlayStation VR, and I just really wanted to experience it myself. And that's the best thing I can explain to everybody. It really does feel like you're there. Um at least in my experience, and it definitely takes your gaming experience to a whole other level. Um, so no, I, I really don't think that it's it's gimmicky. Obviously, there's a lot more I need to play, but but if any of you have you know questions for me about the VR, I can answer them too. I would definitely consider getting the PlayStation VR if they made uh, Alien Isolation uh, compatible with the game at some point, because that game scared the crap out of me when I was playing it the first time and I'm sure as hell would love to try it again with the VR uh, headsets on mm. just because that it would definitely, be yeah? that game definitely scared the shit out of me when I played it and I was playing it in the dark like on Halloween land with the surround sound like on all of a sudden I live in a basement so I hear something drop up star I'm like what the shit then all of a sudden the alien comes out I'm like what the fuck it was great the, the funny thing is actually a lot of the games I see for the VR a lot of them are <laughs> a lot of them are actually like horror like thriller games so I think that they kind of there's definitely a wide variety on PlayStation store right now more than I was actually expecting to see um, but I think they definitely knew that uh, people were gonna want to play like the games that were really gonna excite you that you would have like the ultimate 
experience with. So then they have some lame free stuff in there that I tried out and then I deleted from the PS4 because it was kind of dumb. But, you know, you always have that. But All right. So uh, moving on to our next topic of conversation. Thank you, Emily, for uh, both your uh, rant about the Switch and the PlayStation VR. <laughs> so, um, um, n- Nick, um, I didn't really get any motion sickness um, <clears throat> from it. I mean, I think that that varies from person to person. There was one demo I was trying out that was really weird. And it was a lot of different, like, movements and, like, you had to do stuff. And that made me a little, I don't want to say motion sickness, but after a period of time, I got a little dizzy a little fuzzy but it wasn't anything like crazy um for the most part though everything else like actually playing like games like kitchen and you know uh, until dawn and i still have to play there's a werewolf werewolves within or something like that that i got to i still have to check that out i didn't get any motion sickness with those at all i really just think that the one game i got a little iffy on was just because it was a lot of different like colors and things kind of swirling around you so i think it was actually the game in general and i just decided i wasn't going to play it because i didn't really know what was going on anyway it was really weird um but i do think motion sickness varies from person to person because i know some people that did get it so okay so thank you uh everyone for that that was a fun conversation that we had i mean the playstation vr different looks uh, like it could be a lot of fun whenever uh, i get around to playing with it so moving on it, that it now that it is a new year, we uh, we'll take a couple minutes to reflect on that which was 2016 in gaming. We'll keep it on gaming, please, for the love of God, um, <laughs> because everything else in 2016 sucked. Uh, in re- in re- so, um, I guess we could talk a little bit about like you know, let's say our five random games. I mean, I'm sure everybody probably has like a top ten or something, but like you can name five of your favorite games of last year. Uh, we'll go around the room in a little bit, and then we can talk about like some of our favorite moments. And uh, but real quick, but first, I just want to say that uh, 2016, in terms of uh, gaming, in terms of this show, um, was a lot of fun. Uh, the first year we had our ups and downs, kind of like what we're having tonight. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we 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 did a lot of experimentation at the very beginning of the show, first three or so months, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But we, uh, you know, not everything could uh stick around like you know i mean All we probably must come to an end yeah so like you know pod like uh like uh the the, the game show that I, I gave away my money on or debates i mean we'll probably bring back the debates but it's just it's probably got to be planned out uh ahead of time um in regards i have to say we did a great job cementing uh our podcast or our live show at the end of the year when we did an award ceremony we uh, are <clears throat> Our award ceremony, man, I'm really uh, messing up my speech tonight. But uh, wish you were there, Emily. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Sorry, WWE, call my name. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't blame you. She answered the call. Yeah, so I, uh, I had to watch that wrestling up close. I'm sorry. <laughs> so just uh, just real quick, I mean, on my website, I personally did a top ten games of 2015. So I got a video up there. But I'll just name five random games off my list that I picked. So I do have uh, Dragon Quest Builders. That's a game that's at the bottom of my list because I played it literally at the very end of the year. It was a very standout game, and that probably would have been higher on the list if I had gotten it sooner when it like when it came out. Uh, 
Deus Ex Mankind Divided is a great stellar game. Uh, I, w- I-, I liked the last one. This one is just as great and um, definitely deserves to be on <laughs> anybody's top ten list. Uh, we'll just say Just Dance 2K17 th- uh, because I love dancing around and looking like an idiot. Uh, there's Doom. Of course, that was my uh, game of the year when we did our award show last year. And uh, we'll just say Final Fantasy 15 because I was not expecting you know this game to be as good as it actually is. So we will start uh, with you, Keith. Um, give us some of your favorite moments, your top five games, whatever you feel like. Uh, well, pretty much like you said, overall the gaming with 2016 was pretty solid. Uh, games that really stood out on off the top of my head would be definitely Doom was on my list because that was a really great game. Just being able to like bloody beat the ever loving daylights out of freaking <laughs> demons is always an awesome, awesome experience. And then of course you had No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky was my game of the year. I thought that game was excellent, and um, I, I still pick it up every so often. But uh, mostly I've been playing uh, a lot of the uh, the God Eater uh, to Rage Burst. That was a lot, really, really big game for me that I got to play and then uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon and that's really about it as far as like the things that really just like jumped out at me more towards the end of 2016 for it uh, but uh, yeah that's all I got for that so, really my favorite moment was just being a- actually able to play No Man's Sky and actually get to experience <laughs> it so um, how about for you Mark I know you said you hadn't played games in about a month and a half or so but was there anything that uh, stood out for you in terms of gaming? Like you, got, I I don't know if Die Hard Game Fan did their uh, their they end of not. year show. They didn't. I would have I would have been the one who would have been organizing and creating that, and um, that wasn't going to happen this year. So um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I mean, like in terms of like overall events, you know, there isn't any one particular standout event to my mind. Um, you know, there was there was lots of different things that happened, but we all kind of knew Nintendo was going to be announcing a new console sooner rather than later. The announcements of the upgraded Xbox One and PlayStation Four were not really things that I would look at and say yes, these were these were positive developments in the world of gaming, so to say. Um, so it's just probably just going to be like you know um, five games that I haven't really talked about that I didn't really talk about at the end of the year awards. One of which I actually got a brief opportunity to play like very close to the end of the year, but the other four are ones that I've mentioned previously that I just didn't talk about much um, like in the past couple of months. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, I still think, is basically the reason to own the Wii U at this point. It's it's Persona, but it doesn't give a fuck. And I, I really enjoy that aesthetic and concept. Plus, it's, you know, it's it's basically like Sailor Moon slash a Sentai show in role-playing game form, complete with musical numbers. <laughs> that was fun watching you stream it, too, uh... Any idea if you'll probably return to streaming soon? Um, I might try to do it this Saturday. Um, it, it honestly really depends on because I still have like I still have coursework I have to catch up on, and I still have executor type shit I still need to finish. So it's it's really just a matter of what I can do this week. Yeah. Um, suggestion: I haven't had a chance to play, but I thought it'd be a good idea. Um, shall we do the Diablo retro event for the month? Like playing Diablo as well, a group, you mean? Well, play Diablo three. They have that uh, the 
the Diablo Tristram event going on till the end of January. I haven't had a chance to really hop on and play it yet. Maybe at some point. I'm not going to stream that, though, because, like I said, I got Fate Extella, um and uh, Resident Evil and Yakuza are both supposed to be coming to me in the next couple of days. Nice. So um, I am not hurting for things to stream. There so. you go. But um, anyway, so <clears throat> number two, Pony Island. It was a game that came out all the way at the beginning of the year that stayed on my top ten all the way to the end. Um, it, it's you know just a $5 game with a great soundtrack and an interesting premise and execution. I think it's well worth the money that you would spend on it just to try it out. Um, I mean, I did stream it, so if you saw that stream, you know, whatever. But if you didn't, it's definitely worth testing out. It's an interesting rumination on a lot of different concepts, which is very weird considering it's a game called Pony Island. But trust me, it's, it is it is not what you think it is at all. <laughs> is like, it like Kylo Kitty Island Adventure? When I logged in to watch it's, you, it looked like I was on an S. Oh, sorry, I'm talking over you. It's fine. It's about Satan. <laughs> I know when it's, I was watching you play, I thought I was on an acid trip or something just watching that game. It's it's very interesting and very different, and I liked it quite a bit. Um, number three, Melty Blood, Actress Again, current code, available on Steam in the U.S. in general for the first time in 2016. Um, one of my absolute favorite fighting games ever ever and i don't say that lightly as somebody who has played a shitload of fucking fighting games um the game is reasonably well balanced the mechanics of it feel instantly familiar even if you're only a casual player it's very easy to adjust to and understand (coughs) variable character customization options actually make the characters feel like different characters which is like a thing that we've seen from other games, right? You know, the Arcana Hearts franchise has boasted, oh, if you put on these different things, it makes the characters completely different, which, fuck off, that's not even remotely close to true. But I feel like Melty Blood is one of the closest games that we come to to offering different options for the same characters that make them feel legitimately, mechanically, and structurally different. Um, you know, it's still visually archaic, even more so now from when it came out, but it's well worth the asking price. And I think it's, it's one of the best things to be released that year, full stop. Um, <clears throat> number four, a game I just really haven't talked about in a lot of places, uh, Stranger of Sword City. If you like, you know, dungeon crawling RPGs, it's one of the better ones I've played in quite some time. It's mechanically strong, it's structurally strong, and I really like the narrative of it. It's just a great game overall, and I definitely recommend checking it out. And finally, a game that I only really had a brief bit of time to play during 2016, uh, a game called Valhalla, which is basically like a weird little um, 8-bit style visual novel where you mix drinks to interact with people. Um, I like the aesthetic, I like the visuals, I like the music. I just think it's it's a well-structured piece. Uh, it's not very expensive. It's on Steam. If you like visual novels even a little bit, this feels like it's going to be one of the better ones. Uh, I haven't beaten it yet, obviously, because I just haven't had enough time to. But from what little time I've spent with it, like about an hour or so, I, I think it's it's pretty damn great so far. So I recommend it. So that that was a lot of uh, pretty awesome games. I do remember the Pony Island one. I wasn't sure if you were going to still mention that because, but since you said it's been in your top ten for practically the entire year, I mean that that's pretty awesome. I definitely need to check it out at some point. So yeah, uh, you never, 
great games, but I still feel like that did a really good job. All right. So, uh, Emily, um, what are your five favorite games and some of your favorite moments of last year? <sighs> Do I have to give all games that came out in 2016? Well, we're talking about 2016, so. Well, you don't have to give them all, know. just like your five favorite. Well, see, that's it. All right. So. She's trying to say that her five favorite games of the year that she played weren't from 2016. No, I got that. Some, yeah. No, no, no. The thing is, some of them were. And the thing is, some of the games, a lot of games I got were from 2016, but some of them weren't. And the thing is, I did get No Man's Sky, but I just, I didn't play it very much. Sorry, Keith. Um, so <laughs> some of them are, and some of them aren't, and they're probably going to be a lot different than yours. I, I mean, I would put Street Fighter Five on my list, but I don't play it as much as I thought I was going to um so I guess I'll try my best with this but um so King of Fighters 14 that's on my list of uh one of my favorite games that came out in 2016 because I wasn't even sure at first um you know everybody knew with the graphics and everything it was kind of iffy but I really enjoy the game a lot they did a fantastic job the graphics keep getting better and better they keep doing updates and improving the graphics still to this day and it already was good at the time it came out um so all around good game i really love it i just can't compete in it i'm just not good enough um i didn't actually i can think of another game okay so technically this game didn't come out in 2016 but technically it came to the ps4 <clears throat> in 2016 and that is ultimate marvel vs capcom 3 so that got me really hyped oh it you're was on cheating PS4. i am not cheating it came to the ps4 in 2016 <laughs> and therefore i downloaded it and bought it on my ps4 in 2016 so i'm throwing that in there too well um, I, I did put rayman the new rayman game on my top 10 games for 2014 when the xbox one came out because it came out that year, but it came out on all other platforms the year before, so I cheated with that. Yeah, see? So, yeah. Cheated too. And the Ratchet and Clank remake. I played that and beat it all in one day. Yes. I am, <laughs> I am a big Ratchet and Clank fan, so. I finally got was... around to watching the movie on Netflix. It was pretty oh, fun. Oh, yeah? How was that? <laughs> it was. It was stupid but it was funny yeah, pretty much what i was expecting from it um see i got no man's sky but i can't really call it my favorite so uh, and i can't really call street fighter 5 my favorite because that game kind of disappointed me so let's see pokemon moon even though i said what i said about it i will complete the game and it's still Pokemon, and I still love Pokemon. <coughs> I have issues. <coughs> still be playing the game, and I still enjoy it. Uh, and that's four, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, is, is it four? Are you even paying attention? You said uh, King of Fighters, Pokemon, um, Moon. Uh, to be specific, yeah, there are multiple. Marvel vs. Capcom Three and uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. See, see I'm paying was, attention. See, the Street other, Fighter see, 2014. What? I just said that. See the other one. See the other one. I was going to say. <laughs> it came out in 2014, but I got it this year on my 3DS, and 
it's really fun to play. So I'm cheating. Again. And I'll yes, let it I'm go. I'm cheating again, and I'm going to say Kirby Triple Deluxe because I play Kirby Fighters a lot on it. And if you haven't played it before, Whip Kirby is like the most badass Kirby in Kirby Fighters. Kirby's just badass in general. Right? But you just you need to experience Whip Kirby. He's going to whip you to shape. <laughs> no, honestly, there are other games I played in 2016 that I really enjoy. But the problem is I can't say that I thought they were the best in 2016. A lot of games I want to play haven't come out yet. And they're coming out in 2017 some of which were supposed to come out in 2016 but was pushed back so i can give you a long long list of games in 2017 that i am really excited for kirby will kirby consumes them all especially with kirby mm-hmm. all right so moving on to 2017 woo uh there's a lot of uh it, it's it looks like it's going to be an extremely promising year i mean we do have the uh the Switch coming out in March. We got a lot of great games coming up on the horizon. Some of the, my personal games that I'm interested in. Uh, well, I just got the uh, Hatsune Miku uh, Project Eva Future Town, which just came out uh, a couple weeks ago. They got uh, coming up um, Yeast Origins for the PS4, which I'm interested in. Lego Worlds. These are games I'm interested in. Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's just for February. Uh, after that, we got. Uh, you know, the, the like I said, the Switch launch in March. Uh, looking on, we also have, I'm sure Mark might be interested in Persona 5. And, uh, of course, there's Injustice. And there's Dragon Quest Heroes 2. I mean, these are a lot of uh, good games. Um, and there's still some that are yet to be determined, of course. And then there's, you know, uh, Mass Effect. So, yes. let's start with you, Mark. What are you definitely looking forward to in terms of both games, game hardware, gaming anything um well i'm kind of sort of on the fence with the switch right now um like i'll still probably buy one when it comes out but i'm i'm basically just waiting to see like what its first month is looking like before i make a determination uh on how i feel about it so hardware wise that's pretty much the only thing i can think of that's coming out as far as software goes um a quick and dirty top five that i'm looking forward to this year and when I say looking forward to, I mean actively excited about. There are games like, for example, the third Danganronpa that's coming out that I'm keeping an eye on and that I might vaguely be interested in. But these are five games that are coming out that I definitely want to play in some capacity or another. Uh, first, Berserk and the Band of the Hawk, um, because it's a fucking Musu game with Berserk attached to it yeah and if, you don't understand, if you don't understand why that's awesome i don't know what to fucking tell you maybe you like better things before you show up to the live stream next time yeah. oh <laughs> he just said all you got no nipples basically <laughs> see keith understands he knows what i'm talking about right there uh, what the hell? I, I, I had to mark or uh, keith just lost it it's but yeah, that's that's basically my explanation. If if that doesn't, if you don't know what that means, I don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> um, two, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I like the mechanical gameplay of the Mass Effect franchise, which this looks to be more of. And the developers have basically said that you can bone just about everybody. So it's like, you know what? 
I am I am a hundred percent on board. Get me get me one of them boring sounding Snorlax motherfuckers, and I'm just gonna start like finding orifices. I don't even care. <laughs> So okay, so far the two two of the five games you're interested in, Blood and Guts, and Boning Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't feel like that's inconsistent with my character up to this point. If you feel that it is, perhaps you have not been paying attention. <laughs> no, we're just keeping track. Okay then. <laughs> Three Persona Five, because fucking obviously. Come on. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Um, four, uh, the Notary Games, which is a PlayStation 4 re-release of Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, and Virtue's Last Reward. I don't give a fuck about Virtue's Last Reward, but a console re-release of Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors is basically the best thing. Um, and I'm going to absolutely stream the ever-loving shit out of that at some point. Because that game is fucking awesome. I don't give a fuck about the two that came after it. They can fucking die in a fire for all I care. But 999 <laughs> was fucking amazing. And it's, it's, it's just a wonderful fucking experience. And finally, and I'm sure this is going to be on Emily's list as well, Tekken 7. Yep. Because Bob's going to be in that shit, and I'm going to rock, rock motherfuckers with a fat guy. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't even care. With mm. overalls. <laughs> Uh, oh, thank you, Mark. <laughs> I have images in my head I do not want right now. <laughs> You've corrupted poor Emily, Mark. Way to go. Bob. You're corrupting me right now, Mark. I'm sorry. But, but if you're corrupting sorry, me Sorry, not sorry. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, em or, uh, Keith. I'm also hoping that they'll put wow, in. Wow, just skip right seven. No, I was. Uh, so Emily, I mean Keith. Seven, uh, from the from I was just talking to. I was just you talking talk to you. Talk too much. All right, fine, uh, Emily. Tell us your. Uh, what no, are you looking Keith, forward to? Ahead. No, no, Emily. Go ahead. Emily, I'm, you're I'm being insistent. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just said. I'm your daddy. You're fighting again. I don't like it. That's why we can't have nice things. That's why the stream broke earlier. Keith, <laughs> <laughs> go. I'm just kidding around. You're fine. Somebody go. <laughs> okay. I went in my pants. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay. It's about that time. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. <laughs> I got nothing. Um. After the, all that, I got nothing. Um, okay, games of 2017 that I'm looking forward to as it stands right now. With the uh, the first thing that's coming out is uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Um, I just want to play it again just because I really want to um, see how they bring Dream Drop Distance to the... Uh, <laughs> was I not supposed to talk? <laughs> uh, uh no, I thought I was being a smartass. Um, but uh, I want to see how the, uh, the controls are like on the, uh, the PS4 for Dream Drop. Just to, uh, <coughs> I also want to see the, the cinematic for... Um, what was it? It was the, uh, the point eight, or it was the, like the final chapter or something along those lines. Um, and then, of course, the, the game that I'm lo most looking forward to, at no shock and or surprise, I'm sure everybody can fill in the blank on this one. I don't even need to say it. 
is the Legend of Zelda The Breath of the Wild. I cannot wait for that game. That's going to just take up my entire time. If anything, I've already requested off for those next two days. <laughs> the third and the fourth, I was all like, I'm going to live in a cave and it's going to stink down here and it's going to be, be me playing The Legend of Zelda. I cannot wait for it. Um, another great game that I cannot wait. If anything, I feel like I'm the basic bitch of all the games here. Um is South Park the Fractured But Whole because uh, I love the South Park series of games uh, with uh, the, the last one truth. was great. <laughs> I was about to, to be say, fair, I would probably more be more excited with that if the developer who was attached to it wasn't like a shitty D-list version of one of Ubisoft's developers. The, this is true, but uh, I don't know. I still would like to really play the game just because they're adding more like stuff for like traditional RPG elements, like uh, or not traditional, but like uh, the tactic elements, like where you can actually be like closer or you can be up high and all sorts of other cool stuff. But the fact that it's South Park, they're just it's balls out hilarious. So let's just call <clears throat> a, a spade a spade on that one. Um, Neo looks pretty cool. Uh, that should be a really interesting game. Uh, the other game that, if it does come out in 2017, I'm really looking forward to would be Cuphead. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Cuphead, it's going to be on Xbox One and uh, PC, and it's like a 1940s cartoon where you. Uh, but it's a standard like side scroller like shooter game. But it that looks game so looks cool. good. So so cool it looks. Uh, so I'm <clears> really. Love to uh, wait. I can't wait to play that if it does come out in 2017 or if it'll get denied. Don't know. Uh, Siberia 3 is another cool one because I love the Siberia series. Siberia 2 on the Xbox was awesome and I love the original on PC. So I like those mist type games, so to say. So that I'm really looking forward to, which rolls me into the last one for, or not the last one, but the other one that I'm really intrigued on is. Uh, I think it's pronounced rhyme or is it uh ream or I'm not really sure. R I M E. Uh, it looks like, uh, kind of like a, for everybody keeps on saying legend of Zelda and shadow of the Colossus, but it just looks like one of your traditional puzzle games, but it has a little bit more artistic flair to it. Like you would see in like an eco game. <clears throat> um, and then finally, just because that, game really showed me what I really wanted on a PlayStation 4 was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That looks like it should be a solid game. Okay. And uh, that's all uh, That's all I got on that one. So Legend of Zelda Game of the Year is what I'm hoping for. Okay, Emily, now it's your turn. Yay! <laughs> Alright. Um, so I actually have a long list of games and so I won't like list exactly all of them, but I'll try to list as many as possible. Um, I do want the Nintendo Switch, so I'm going to start off saying that. Um, I do plan on getting that, but I'm thinking about asking for it for my birthday because my birthday is in April, and I might be able to suffer waiting a month, but then again, I might just buy it anyway. Um, we'll see. But games. Okay. So, obviously, I want Resident Evil 7. I'm going to get it for the VR. And Tekken 7, hands down, I'm super excited for Tekken 7. And Injustice 2, I am really excited for. And Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, obviously, I'm super excited for. Also, the new God of War is supposed to come out this year. We don't have a release date yet, but I cannot wait. So I'm super excited to play that because I have every God of War game, and I'm a huge fan. Um, I'm especially interested in that one because it's switching over to Norse mythology. 
And now Kratos has a son. So obviously there's a lot that's happened. So um, I'm interested in seeing that storyline and how that progresses. And then there's also the Crash Bandicoot in Trilogy that is coming to PS4. And I am super ridiculously excited. You have no idea how much Crash Bandicoot I played when I was a kid. So that one. My wife wants me- that so bad. Th- that one has me just as excited. It's already pre-ordered as uh, as um, what's the other one? As one Crash Band, not Crash Bandicoot. When uh, Ratchet and Clank got remade, I was excited about that one, and I'm really <clears throat> excited about this one. And I know there's more games in there because I pre-ordered like ten. <laughs> I just can't think of them all on the top of my head right now. Um, I've kind of stopped pre-ordering things in general with exception to uh the switch i think that's the only thing well and danganronpa one and two remake for the ps4 that's about it you know what it's 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 been a while um there's just really a lot coming out this year um that i really want to play um so it's kind of one of those things where like i'll only pre-order a game if i know i really really want it and i'm gonna play it regardless of if it sucks The only reason I pre-order at this point is because Amazon gives me like 10% off if I pre-order games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, and you get you get special things most of the time if you pre-order, and I want all the special stuff. So Yeah, Amazon gives you like 15% off brand new games, or like $15 off brand new games, which is kind of crazy. So I'm like, oh, hey, $65 game? Oh, I'm getting it for 45 Nice. That's how yeah. I got uh, God Eater. Yeah. And then there's there is actually, obviously I am excited for Legend of Zelda, the new Legend of Zelda. Yay. I'm very very excited for that, which is part of the reason why I was saying I might not ask for it for my birthday, and I might as well just buy it because I don't think I can take seeing all the posts on my Facebook and Twitter. Oh Zelda, oh Zelda this, oh Zelda that. It's it's gonna drive me up a wall. So I'll Snapchat um, it to you. I'll just be like Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That is exactly on the other other hand. If you go if you go on the Amazon page, like they list they list the Nintendo Switch games under the Wii U and they list the Nintendo Switch as a console under the GameCube. What? I'm not I'm not fucking kidding. What? What? But okay. There are also games that I want to play that are coming out on 3DS that has me really irritated because you need the new 3DS XL. It doesn't matter that I have the 3DS XL. I can't play it because it's for the new 3DS XL. So I might have to shell out money for the new 3DS XL so I can actually play the games I want to play on 3DS. Um, yeah, you got to stop being basic, son. <laughs> oh, Get on our level. Damn. Oh, so you got the new 3DS XL. I have two new 3DS XLs. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. Give me one. What's you really that? need two? You can needs, just give me one. He needs a backup. Well, he's going to probably I mean, mod I, I one to stream it. I probably could at some point. I also have like two or three regular 3DSs. But to be fair, one of them is a Persona 3DS. And listen, listen. I needed that. <laughs> I needed that in my life. <laughs> no one's going to argue with you on that. 
But no, no I have a um, I, I have a regular one, I think, somewhere, and I have a Monster Hunter one. Sweet. All right, so um, no, but there definitely is a lot of games coming out that I'm really excited for, and at you know the end of actually there is another game that i'm hoping we hear more about and i want to bring this up and i don't know if you guys have heard of this game but i played it on my ps3 and ironically burglary burglary i'm definitely not pronouncing that right burglary Burgly, yeah that guy just reminded me of the game when he said mad hatter so, I don't know if any of you guys ever played uh, the Alice games. Yes. American McGee, absolutely. Oh, I love both of them. Right. So, there was a uh, Kickstarter for him to make. Because originally he saw the game, at the Alice games, as a trilogy. But as you guys know, there's only two of them. Yeah. He was so, supposed to turn the third one into a movie, actually, right? No, no, no. It was going to be another game. Oh, he actually going to go through with it. He, what he actually did with the Kickstarter was, if I'm understanding it correctly, um, you got certain perks depending on what you pledged, and he released these different like animated like videos and stuff in regards to like the new storyline. I think at least I think he released them. I was reading about it earlier, but apparently he wants to make it and. It's been up in the air for the last two years. There's been a Kickstarter and he reached his goal, but it hasn't been made yet. But apparently there's another game company that's interested in it. Um, and I'm really excited to hear about it. I actually am secretly hoping it's in development because I think it would be great. Because um, the game is apparently supposed to be in 3D graphics. The third one. but Yeah. Um, I actually thought... Um... I was reading up on this because, yeah, I remember it was supposed to be a trilogy, but a couple years ago, he was vying to go with a Kickstarter to make it because he couldn't get the rights with Electronic Arts to make a mo to make the game. So he went, ended up wanting to make a direct to DVD movie to close out the trilogy. So, but there's been several. <sighs> uh, what I read today is apparently there's been several uh, different game companies that are interested and. In, he's in talks with. I think it's just a matter of trying to find the right one to make it work. Um, I mean, I obviously would prefer he made the game as opposed to the video. I want to actually play a third one. Alrighty. So, there we go. 2017 looks like a, a really good year to be looking forward to. Um, shall we end the show like we've done for the last uh, couple podcasts? Uh, shall we get questions from the audience? The uh, What do you guys think? Oh, uh, sure. go for it. All right, yeah. so uh, we are now going to open up the floor to the chat room. Feel free to fire off with your questions. We'll uh, do this for about a few minutes, and then we'll end the show on that. So uh, speaking of which, actually, while we wait for the first question, um, it's probably not going to happen, but Shenmue 3 is supposed to come out at the end of the year. But I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, but uh, it'll probably come out more. Bob, I guess I'm pretty sure it'll probably come out maybe end of next year, maybe 2019 at the earliest, latest. I'll tell you, I have to pull out the list. But the last time I was at GameStop, they printed me out a list of all the games that were supposed to come out this year, even ones that didn't have uh, announced dates yet, like release dates yet. So I'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys because it includes games that I honestly didn't even think were coming out yet. So. 
Oh, yeah. they have a lot of games on um, GameFly too that don't have like, oh, really? release dates. It's companies put like these broad ideas of like December thirty first, twenty seventeen, or whatever, to yeah. their games just in case the stuff might come out. Speaking of that, Tekken Seven was announced today, coming out <laughs> June second. Which is funny because wasn't there? It was hilarious because wasn't there like a couple weeks ago or a week ago? Somebody supposedly leaked the date, and it was supposed to be sometime in uh, late March. And we got our first question, and this one's going to probably be for you, Hubs. Uh, why is Prompto the best party member in Final Fantasy XV? Because he always catches your best angle. That's why. No, Nick, I do not think that Link will actually have a voice. If anything, I think that uh, Miyamoto and Eiji Onuma pretty much went on record saying that he won't have a voice for the simple reason of it's still the uh, the character adaptation. But I am really intrigued with the voice soundtrack for Zelda just because the fact that the trailer like moved me when I watched it. I was like, wow, why she's crying. Why is she crying right now? Yeah, that that I was just watching the trailer. I'm like... Oh, wow, they're actually going to put some emotion into this. Ooh. Yeah. So, again, the game looks amazing. From what I played of it, looked amazing. It played amazing. It looks <clears throat> amazing. I can't wait. All right. So, any more questions before we end this? Uh, Burglary Man said he had a question, but apparently he decided to not ask it. No, he didn't ask. Burglary Man, you can, you can ask the question. Yeah. All right, let me ask you a question. Why are you still here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God, I forgot about that game. I'm really excited for Super Mario Odyssey 2. See, I told you, I had a list of games I was excited for. Thank you, Nick. Okay. Secretly Sonic Adventure 3? (laughs) I, I... That totally didn't answer his question. But... I, I I don't understand the I, I don't understand the uh, concept how they're the same because Sonic the Sonic Adventure games were eh, and Mario is usually of higher quality. So I don't. Know I how... feel like the I feel like the closer question is is Super Mario Odyssey secretly Sonic the Hedgehog too, because that game also took place in a city with real people. Mm, no, maybe. Sonic Adventure One did. <clears throat> well, Mario was from uh, Brooklyn, so... <laughs> He's a plumber. Oh, hey, you know we have a saying in Brooklyn. Hey, I'm walking here. Yep. <laughs> I got nothing else. Okay, so uh, I guess that shall be it. Um, all right, so anyway, um, there's a lot of good luck to look forward to in regards to... What do you think of Hello Neighbor? Mark, I have a feeling you might know what he means by that. I don't, but I can find out. Okay. Yeah, hold on a second. I'm going to... Oh, it's a um, stealth horror game. Oh, oh okay. Um, that reminds me, there's another stealth horror game coming out, but it's uh, the one that uses echolocation. I forget what it's called. That looked awesome. What? Really? There's a, yeah. I haven't this game, but honestly, it looks interesting as a concept. <clears throat> Hello Neighbor. I think I have heard of that. Just I'll have to look into it later. Like it looks like basically like you're trying to sneak into your uh, neighbor's house to figure out what's in his basement. It looks interesting. Like it has that sort of aesthetic that I'm looking at that immediately made me interested in seeing like the game Maze when that was first announced. Mm-hmm. Like the sentient corn and shit. It, it has that kind of like aesthetic that makes me like, huh, I want to see more of this. 
Interesting. Yeah, it definitely looks interesting. I'm on Steam right now looking or watching a trailer, I guess you would say, and it looks interesting, to say the least. Be truthfully honest, it looks like in general that 2017 might actually be the year of the horror game. Because yes. we got so many things going I'm on. So like, you got Resident Evil, we got this Hello Neighbor, we got that echolocation game. Is Hello Neighbor game. already out? I'm looking at it now. No, it says it's coming out in summer. Ugh, have to wait. But okay. it, it looks like there's so I already then... want to play it because it's a horror game. <laughs> there, what was that on the PlayStation VR when you played the demos? There was another horror game on there, first person. What was that called? I can't remember. Uh, um... We're also supposed to be getting Prey and uh, Dead Island 2. Yeah. What was it? So it looks like we might be getting a lot more horror games this year than we I had in past I didn't, years. I didn't play them all. I'll have to. I'll have to take a look. And oh, see oh, that. and uh, of course, Friday the Thirteenth is supposed to come out this year, correct? Yeah, I I just found out um, that uh, they were even making that. Apparently, I just missed the demo too. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess we're gonna end it right here. Um, anyway, uh, 2017. I guess I was gonna say is gonna look to be a very strong year in gaming so let's let's hope it lives up to those expectations let's hope nintendo uh you know has a successful launch i mean we i don't want to see a company as esteemed as them to uh, you know hit rock bottom again i mean they did that with the gamecube and i don't want to see them do it again uh i I really want to see them uh well like mark said is that Like well, like Mark said, is that Nintendo uh, honestly doesn't love us. They 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 put out a grand delusion showing that they do, but they they honestly don't. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't so... think I said exactly that. But I wouldn't say that. But okay. <laughs> well, I mean, no company loves you. They love your money. They don't love you. Well, yeah. exactly, exactly. All right. Uh... So the next episode of GVN Live is going to be on February sixth. Which is going to be two weeks before the uh, winter brawl. So we're going to have the FGC corner coming back. So Emily's going to give mm-hmm. us a scoop on everything Woo. FGC related. Uh, we're uh, going to also be talking about a bunch of other fun stuff, which we'll discuss after the uh, the show in the next week or so. Um, Mark, Emily, and uh, Keith, I want to thank you for uh, joining me and managing to stick out with me to the end because of all the even with all the bullshit that was going on today. Uh, I can't believe um, it happens. I don't know what happened, but you know what? We just we finished it. Uh, with that, hey Mark, um, do you want to uh, plug your show one more time and tell them where they can download it? No, I'm not 100 percent sure when I'm going to start recording it again. Um, so it'd just be like old episodes. Once I start getting back in the swing of recording, I'll do that. But I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I didn't say this before. Most of the time I was doing live stream interviews. Um, as Keith was saying, I've been reevaluating my own personal projects and what I'm going to do this year. Um, I just don't really want to say anything yet. Um, but at some point on the show, I will bring it up. All right. And Keith, will we see you uh, return to uh, streaming? Yes, um, eventually, yes, but um, again, it's one of those uh, you have to find yourself deeper sort of things. Um, it's it, it's it's one of those. Wait, does, that it's like, mean, does that you mean you've been experimenting with sounding? What? <laughs> I'm just going to let you Google that yourself. <laughs> in, in, in all serious, serious. I don't fucking know, but anyway, no. And, um, no, if anything, I was actually really thinking about um, streaming uh 
Kingdom Hearts doing the whole redoing the whole series for uh, 2.8 coming out. Literally, actually, it's coming out tomorrow. Shit. Um, so I was thinking about maybe doing that, but I, I have no idea. So at this moment, everything is tentative, but you can continue to see me on this show right here. All right. So with that, I want to thank you all. Have a wonderful, happy, uh, a wonderful 2017 and have a good night. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Not anymore, Nick. Bye. <laughs>